Welcome to Kingdom Living Today with Apostle Desiree Andrews, broadcasting from iKingdom Ministry Studio in Tallahassee, Florida. Join Apostle Des with today's word just for you. Well, hello, 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 and blessings to everyone. I just want to welcome you here to Kingdom Living Today, and I am going to bring on my guest on today. Help me welcome Prophetess Tamala Mitchell. How are you today? I am great. How are you? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Just want to thank you for joining us here on Kingdom Living Today. Thank you for having me. Uh, my pleasure. I mean, we go we go way back, and so just thanking God for you, um, and just all of that. So, um, I it is just amazing the journey, the journey that um, we both have been on. Yes. But yes. to see the single transformation, <laughs> see the transformation. I'm loving it. I'm loving how God just and how He just keeps um, people connected. In all of that, so um, well, I'm I'm not even sure we even want to get into the story. Of- <laughs> <laughs> just, just, we can we can put it like this: God is faithful, and He has done a great work in both of us. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. <laughs> so, listen, um, we want to jump right in, and I want you to. Uh, we're gonna start by just asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, because I know, like I said, God has brought us, brought you from a mighty, mighty long way. And not only are you a prophet, but you're a pastor and probably an apostle. And I'm just going to go ahead and let you go ahead. And just, if you will, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I am Prophetess Tamala Mitchell, um, and uh, I've been married to my husband, Apostle Wallace Mitchell, for be 24 years and two weeks. We have seven beautiful kids. Uh, and I got to count uh, 10 grandkids, well, nine and a half, one and up. Uh, we have uh, uh, six son-in-laws. God has been faithful. Um I've seen God do so many things in my life. I, I don't even know even how to even share everything, but God mm-hmm. is faithful. And um, I've seen God do things um, in my life and in the life of my family that has blown my mind. Um, God's just good. I don't even know what to say. We live here in Houston, Texas. Uh, we pastor here. Um, we, we're Right now we're online. We're online now because we've only been in Houston going on two years. Well, not even two because like a year and a half. Um, and we are in the process of finding a building, doing all those kind of things to get, you know, settled. But right now we're online. So we have a Zoom service that we do. And we also have a uh, Sunday morning. We come on at 10 a.m. on Facebook. So you can join us, Kingdom Revelation Church. And I also have a women's ministry, Zoe Life Ministry. I believe in building women. I believe that women are very pertinent to the kingdom. We're a vital necessity to the kingdom of God. So I believe in building women and pouring into them as I've had women pour and build me. Amen. 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 All right. And so that um, I know the journey has been a fascinating one for you. <laughs> um, and if you will just uh 
because we're going to get into your ministry and all of that and how God has brought you in and the great things that he has done. But if you don't mind um, or if you if you are willing, just share a little bit about your struggles, how you came to even come to God. Okay. <laughs> First of all, let me say this. I didn't come to God. He called me. See, I think sometimes as the body of Christ, we think, oh, I gave my, oh, I got tired and I gave my life to Christ. No, the Bible says no man comes unto the father except he call him. So he called me when I was in a place of distress, a place of, you know, just uncertainty where my life was, a, Desiree, you know, my life was a hot mess. You know, I was, the husband I'm married to now um, is my second husband. My first husband, I was in an abusive relationship Um infidelity, you know, just, just terrible. And I remember being in a position where I was suicidal. I wanted to, let me, let me, let me, let me break that down even more. I was suicidal, homicidal, where, cause my thing was, I'm going to kill him and then I'm going to kill me. And I remember um, going to bed basically with my mind made up that that's what, that's what I was going to do. I was going to let my mom raise my children and I was just going to kill him and I was going to kill myself because of the different things that he had taken me through, the infidelities, the abuse, all, I mean, you name it, we went through it. And I remember my daughter's birthday was coming up and she, um, she was like, mom, that's, that's everybody sleep in the living room. So we slept, I had a, a nice size living room at the time. And so we made a pallet in the floor, you know, playing with the kids. And we all fell asleep on my, my living room floor. And I remember having a vivid dream. I remember this dream like it happened yesterday. And in this dream, I was in a car with a friend of mine at the time. And as we're driving, I'm looking out the window and the sky is like an eerie, like a reddish color. But I can see the hands the legs, it was like, like Jesus was sitting. It's almost like he was sitting in a chair, like you could see the bottom half of him. And he was sitting there in the clouds. And I'm the only one who could see it though. My friend, she was, you know, we're going to the club in this dream. We're going to the club. We're doing everything we big enough to do. We, She's drunk, high and everything else. And we're driving and I'm looking and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. And I'm looking at her like, don't you see this? Don't you see Jesus sitting there? And she's just <laughs> oblivious. And we're driving. And so I'm pleading with her to go to church. And she's like, oh, girl, let's go to the club. We'll go to church afterwards. And I made a deal with her. I said, well, we're going to go to the club real quick, but then we're going to go to church. Long story short, we get to the club. She's, I mean, toe up drunk. So we get in the car. She backs, she puts the car in reverses to the drive. We back into bushes. It's full of demons. Mm -hmm. I had never seen so many demons in my life. It was full of demons. Now, keep in mind, I can see this. She can't see any of it. And I'm freaking out. And I'm like, oh, my God, come on. We got to go. We got to get to church. We got to get to church. And so I looked down at what I had on. Of course, you know, club attire is not necessarily church attire. (laughs) My mind, I'm like, okay, let's go get something to put on real quick. I can't go in church like this. You know, I don't want to disrespect the people in church. I don't want to disrespect God. So we get to this church. But when we go inside, I mean, get, get to the store. When we get inside the store, the atmosphere was just beautiful. Just a peace. I can't even describe it. was like just peaceful. Everybody in there was really nice. I mean, everybody was so welcoming and they were, you know, helped us in the store. And I, they, the lady helped me pick something out. I went into the dressing room and about the time I changed my clothes and came out, the, the entire store was empty. I mm-hmm. ran to the window and Jesus was gone. And as I began to look out, the, I began to cry as I began to look out the window and fire began to fall. And I set up in the in I set up in I was like I said I was on the floor I set up 
and I began to cry and God began to minister to me right there on my living room floor. And he held me, Desiree, apostle. <laughs> he held me and I heard the most beautiful song. I have never heard the song a day in my life. I don't know the song. I can't tell you what the name of it is. I don't know. But the song was so beautiful. And God began to massage my heart because my heart, my mind was made up. I was going to die and he was going to die. That's it. That's the only way out of this. And God began to massage my heart. And I remembered someone that I had worked with. And this person was a man of God. And he had always invited me. Him and another lady on my job had always invited me to church. And so I called and I said, I need to go. I need to go to church. And I went to church that morning, that Sunday morning. Just happened, just so happened that next day was Sunday. Went to church that Sunday morning. Walked in church of deliverance. And got delivered. <laughs> and got delivered. And they looked back. And I was like, God is so good. And God is so good. You know, not feeling that I was deserving of anything. You know, just the fact that he, like I said, the Bible says he calls us. He called me. Right there on my living room floor, he called me. I could be in hell right now, dead in hell right now. But he said, nah, that's not the plight. That's not that's not your lot. I got something better for you. So I appreciate him. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to him. Amen. So, Amen. I, I love how God comes in and how he, when we see that, and, and that's what I think he wants. We He wants us to get to our lowest, our point where we feel like we can't do it. So he can show just how magnificent and wonderful and strong and powerful, all that that yes. he is. Because yes. we couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. If we could do it, then we would then, you know, we would be like, oh well, God didn't do that. I did that. But it was because he came in and he knew, he knows, knew then and knows now and knows even in eternity the exact perfect timing for each and every one of us. So I'm thankful. For that, I'm thankful that, and that has been how many years ago? I've been married to my husband 24. Oh, father, we old girl. Um, I'm gonna say probably almost like 20, no, 28, 29 years. Okay, all right, all right. So, listen, listen, I need to, I want to set it straight. I want to set it straight here. Look. Prophetess and I, we go back a long way. Okay, we go back a long way before either of us had any titles. Okay, before either of us was called into the ministry, we go back a long way. So don't think that it's disrespect if she calls me by my first name because I'm not offended. And you know, that's how I've been like, you looked out for me many times. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You looked out for me many a time. You know, because sometimes I just be like, look, I'm I'm Desiree. I'm still Desiree. So it doesn't matter. You know, a, a title doesn't mean it, it just lets you know, you know, it I mean if anything, it, it lets the, the them demons know or they already know, but it lets them know your rank in the kingdom. So anyway, I, I'm just thankful uh for the walk, how he has blessed you all and um your husband I have said this before that you know have to get him on as well and allow him to tell his story. Yeah. And see um 
I what I try to do here at Kingdom Living today is like because so much stuff is going on. We need to hear from the authentic people, the ones that are truly hearing from God, the ones that are truly standing up for God, truly living for God, and are not watering down the Bible, that are not watering down and trying to just you know do this thing because they're trying to make a platform for themselves. And so I'm just thankful that, you know, we can reach out and there are some that our paths have crossed from years ago that we can still see that you're working for the kingdom, working for the kingdom. Because it has to be about kingdom. You know, I think that the misconception is that uh, it's about, like you said, we have titles, but titles, I mean, I mean, they mean something, but they don't. You, you know what I'm saying? Right. Your title does not dictate uh your positioning in the sense of, oh, I have arrived. I am a prophetess. I'm here. That means nothing. I am a mouthpiece of God. I'm an oracle mm -hmm. of God. And it's about his kingdom. And everything about me got to be kingdom. And I made up in my mind a long time ago, everything about this girl going to be kingdom. If you mm -hmm. don't like I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. You know, that's I, what I'm saying. I had somebody, had somebody ask me for some advice one time. It was hilarious. And so they were like, what? I got, I got the situation. So then I listened to the situation. And so I began get to give them what, what God had given me, you know, basically I'm listening. He downloaded. I give him what God says. And I said, because you know the word of God. Why every time I talk to you, you talk about God? I said, because we're one. You can't separate us. I'm swirled down into him. He swirled down into me. It's almost like, you know, you get that ice cream where everything is like cohesive, like swirled together, swirled ice cream. You can't separate the chocolate from the vanilla. It's swirled right. together. You know, and I said, that's how me and Jesus is. So if you don't want me to tell you about him or give you him, don't ask me. That's it. That's oh. it. I tell, I tell people the same thing. I'm like, y'all know me. So you know anything that I'm going to give is not going to be my opinion. I'm going to tell you what the word of God says first and foremost. Now, if you ask me, okay, as a friend or as, you know, a mom or whatever, then, okay, yeah, I'll give you my opinion, but it's still going to be based on the word of God. So if, you can't separate, if you can separate you from Jesus, there's a problem. Exactly. A problem. Exactly. That part. And I'm, I'm just like, you know, okay, look. We have to be about the kingdom and do this thing for real because there's too many people that's out here that's that's faking the funk, just yeah. plain and simple. And they're out here to build their own name, their own platform. And you may they may sprinkle Jesus in there, but then it's all about them and and you know, all about uh, um the cash app and and my PayPal and, and my my ministry. And it's like, look, I believe that if you if God has called you into ministry, now I understand finances and all that is, is important, but I believe if he has called you into ministry, he's gonna make a way for it to be financed. He does. You don't have to do all of that and and, and like your blessing, if you sow a seed, uh <laughs> I say a 24 seed and and and, and so send it, you don't have to do all that because God is going to he's gonna he's gonna make it. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> So we can we I know how we, being passionate about kingdom, you know, you you see stuff and you just want to call it out and you just want to make it right and everything, but we're gonna we're here to talk about you. We're here to talk about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so at this point, at this point, if you will go ahead and tell us about your ministry. You have you and your husband are 
pastors, apostles over Kingdom Revelation Church yes. in Houston, Texas. And also you have Zoe. Yeah, Zoe Life Ministries. Zoe Life Ministries. Okay, so go ahead and tell us about that, how it came to be. And I know you said you're online and everything. I understand because we're looking for a building as well, but you know, we're, we're gonna leave that alone there. But go ahead, <laughs> tell us. A- um, honestly, and, and I'm gonna be very transparent when I say this, um, I never wanted any of this. I never wanted it. It was never a desire of mine. If um, I could clean the church, if I could, you know, maybe be an armor bearer, you know, maybe just be the supportive staff, be mm-hmm. in the ministry of helps. Hallelujah. You know, I was good. And I, girl, so I remember um, being, like I said, in Church of Deliverance. I was at, we were there for, oh my God, 18, 19 years. And then we transitioned, God moved, we, it was time for us to move on. And I remember going to um, so shout out to Bishop Williams in Junction City, Kansas. And we sat under him for two years. And I remember when God said it was time to go. Mm-hmm. And he began to prophesy to us. He said, I'm going to anoint you guys. I'm going to pray over you. You're about to go. And he began to pray. And as he began to pray, and I love Bishop Williams because if you know him, he'll say, yes, Lord, I'll say it. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And so he said, I see you doing a lot of ministry. He said, you're being basically pushed into ministry. He said, God said, you're going to excel and accelerate. And so I'm listening to this prophecy. And of course, you know, you receive whatever God is saying, but it's also scary because you're thinking mm-hmm. that you have to do it in your own strength. Okay. So um, he prophesied, prayed over us, blessed us, sent us. We went to Alabama. We didn't come to Texas right away. We went to Alabama. Our children were, were stationed in Alabama. And so we got to Alabama um, and my husband came to us one day. And he said, well, we're going to go to church. What kind of church do you want to go to? You want to go to a teaching church or a preaching church? <laughs> Two different churches that he found. And so me and the kids, we always used, we said, we want to go to where we can, you know, because preaching is great, but I want to, I want to learn. Let, let, let's go to a teaching church. So mm-hmm. God sent us to Bishop Kyle Searcy's church. Didn't know Bishop Kyle at the time. So we get there and we go to the first service and they had this thing at the end of the service where, you know, he's like, come, you know, meet me and greet me and my wife. We want to hug you, you know, and, and see who you are or whatever. So this church was massive. Keep in mind, this church was, when I say massive, massive. So mm-hmm. the church, of course, you know, there's quite a few. So we're waiting in line. There's a lot of people in front of us and we're waiting in line. So we're at the end and Bishop Kyle turns around and he looks at us and he says, who are you? Hmm. He didn't greet all everybody else. So we're looking at each other. We're like, um, hi, we're the Mitchells. He said, no, no, no. <laughs> Who are you? And so we were like, okay, Jesus. He said, he turned to his personal assistant and said, give them my personal number. Hmm. I need to talk to them. I need to know who they are. Okay. And so we're looking at her like, does he do this all the time? She said, he never does that. Okay. <laughs> And so we're we're a little scared, like, okay, what's going on, Jesus? Not understanding that God was preparing us, okay? Not not getting not understanding it at all. So we start going to their Bible studies. And one of the pastors that were was teaching the Bible study, he kept looking at us, he kept looking at us, kept looking at us. So mm-hmm. at the end of the Bible study, he said, Can I pray for you guys? And we said, sure. And at the very same things that Bishop Williams had prophesied, he began to prophesy. 
Mm, that okay. God was opening doors. We were going to build Ephesus. We were going to build people. That He was going to do a work. He was going to use us to build the kingdom. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And so I'm sitting there mind blown because keep in mind, I didn't want any of this. I just want to <laughs> go to church. I want to be a good Christian. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want you to to tell me what to do. If, you know, if there's a job in the church, I'll do that. But I don't. I don't want. I don't want this. Okay. Because I ran forever. I, was, I know, um, you know, that I was supposed to preach. I did my little preaching here and there, but I'm good. I'm going to sit down. <laughs> so God began to open up doors within the ministry. We, we never joined the ministry, but God laid it on Bishop Kyle's heart to build us and train us. And he began to put us in positions in the ministry to, to, to work and to learn the ministry, learn mm-hmm. ministry. And, and it was mind boggling. And we had people who did not like us because we came off the streets. They felt like, and right. just, you know, got positioned. There were positions we didn't even ask for. Okay. Mm-hmm. We weren't mm-hmm. trying to, we were trying to hide out. We trying to get some word and, and go home, but God began to bless and begin to open up doors for us. And we saw God's faithfulness in that. Now it gets really interesting when we're in Alabama. You ready for this apostle? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> My husband began to uh, watch a prophet online. Now, he didn't tell him. He didn't say anything to me about it. I didn't know he was doing it. He was watching this prophet, and he said it was something about this man of God. He said it's something about it. The Holy Spirit kept making him go back and watch him. Go back, and, 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 and it was crazy stuff. And my husband said he was in a place where he was like, okay, God, if this is you, you're going to have to show me that this is you, okay? Mm-hmm. This, this, this prophet is my, now our, our spiritual father, okay? Prophet Lobi Elias. Okay. Powerful man of God. When I tell you powerful, powerful. So my husband was at work and he he was working nights and the prophet came in from, came in to do the service and he said, hand me my, my, uh, what you call them? iPad. He said, where is and who is Wallace Mitchell? Hmm. Okay. Call his name for baby. My husband said he was driving a forklift. He almost ran into a wall. He was like, what? Who? Who? What? He said, I was at home and God told me, Wallace Mitchell, I had to pray for Wallace Mitchell. He said, give me my iPad. He put it up to the camera. You could see my husband's name written across mm. the iPad. Okay. Now, mind you, I don't know anything about this. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> my son turned 16 getting ready for a party. And I hear my husband screaming, okay, prophesy, top of his lungs. And I'm like, what is going on? What is he doing? Who is he? So I go in the room and my husband says, prophet, my wife just walked in. Now mind you, he ain't told my, my husband ain't told him nothing about me. He's just, he prophesied my husband's whole life, okay? Mm. I walk in and, and my spiritual dad says, oh, the prophetess. My eyes got big. I said, who is that? And he read my whole life. He began to tell me my whole life. The mm. ups and downs, the hurt, the, the different things, even in ministry, different things. And we were like, we have to meet this prophet. We flew to mm-hmm. L.A. That night we made up in our mind, we're flying to L.A. We flew to L.A., got connected. And when I tell you I haven't looked back, my life hasn't been the same. I have seen God move and do things that have blown my mind that I have never seen. That I, when I say never seen a, a apostle, mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that it's like, God, this is you all day, every day. You know, sometimes you, you check your spirit. The Bible says, 
wait a spirit. You got to make sure. But mm -hmm. when I girl, when I tell you this man of God is powerful, powerful, and be again, he began to confirm what the other prophets had said mm -hmm. about ministry. And so I, 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 for a long time, I had my Nikes on and I was running. I didn't want to prophesy. I didn't want to be a prophet. I didn't want any of it because prophets suffer. But then yes. God brought something to my mind. He said, well, look at your life. Look at the things you have gone through. Yes. So, I mean, you've already suffered in life. There's already things that have happened. There's things I have brought you through. There's deliverances I've done. So what do you mean you don't want to suffer? Mm -hmm. You know, and I begin to say, oh, my God. And then I had to repent and accept the call. And like I said, we, never, we haven't looked back. We haven't Amen. looked back. Amen. That's it. That's it. Because a lot of times I hear I hear that a lot where people who have such a strong anointing, such a call on their lives, they're always running. They're always running. I that I can say the same thing because I was like, mm, like wait. <laughs> and I remember when our bishop ordained us, and I was he was like, God told me to ordain y'all pastors. I said, Who? I said, Not me, because I'm <laughs> well, I know I heard what I heard what God said. I said, oh, okay. but, but you know what I've noticed? Those of us who were just we just love God and we just want to serve, you know. I'll just serve you, God. I'll do whatever you want me to do in the church. The ones who don't want the title is the one he handpicks. Yeah. The ones that won't, he don't he don't pick them. You know what I'm saying? I was working the camera. I was working the camera. And I was fine doing that. And, and and our bishop, he said, he said, God said, you, he's going, he's bringing you out from behind the camera in front. And I was like, yes. I'm like, why? <laughs> but, but, yeah. but we have a call. And the thing I think that we, we, we forget is comfortability kills, kills your purpose. Comfortability, being comfortable, it kills purpose. And we get comfortable. We, okay, I'm good. I'm saved. I'm on my way to, to heaven. Okay, God didn't put you here for you to be on your way to heaven. Yes, you're going to go one day. But you're here and you have purpose in you. And what he wants is he wants to birth that because there are people waiting for the purpose that he put in you. So while you're comfortable, chilling in the cut, people dying. People, people not getting, getting what they need. People not hearing the word that you have, that he's placed in you. Because we're comfortable. So comfortable, never forget that comfortability kills. God told me a couple of years ago, he said, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And, that's and I, was, I was like, what? What you mean, Jesus? He said, no, because when you get comfortable, what do we do? We get we get settled, we get sleep. <laughs> guess what? We're not working. We're not doing what, what he's, we're not fulfilling a purpose. It's not, it's not coming out of us. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, we're chilling. Mm -hmm. you don't want to do all that. I'm good, you know. So yeah, it ain't about being comfortable. It's time to get uncomfortable, very uncomfortable. It is, it is. I know, especially the time in which we are in now. Uh, oh my goodness! I mean, if God isn't speaking now, I mean, people are just we're, we're just we're just missing it totally, blind and deaf, and all of that. But we have to hear and see and. To see what I mean, because I know both of us have been persecuted over some stuff. Girl, <laughs> I was hoping we was gonna talk about it today because I'm ready. I'm ready. Ah, uh, but they don't realize they don't realize that all that is happening is just that wickedness that is being exposed. Yes. And I mean, they think it's over. A lot of people think it's over. Uh, it's so. It's I tell. I was telling a young lady today. Um, she was. Um, 
<laughs> she's like, you're trying to you're trying to make me be a supporter of, of you know who. And I said, no, I said, what I what I want you to do is I want you to know truth. I right. said she began to say, well, I don't believe that's God's truth. I said, let me because she's she's like their heart is black. I said, stop. I said, you don't know someone's heart. You don't even know your own. The mm -hmm. Bible says the heart is desperately wicked. Okay, and deceitful. And mm -hmm. I told her, I said, right now, you may think you're good. You may think, oh, I, I love everybody. I do. I treat everybody right, blah, 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 blah. But you may have some spots and some nastiness in your heart. You don't even realize it's there. I said, how can you look at someone and judge them based on your criteria, not God's criteria, but yours? That's I said, right. so much going on in the spiritual realm. When I tell you, I, I, I have a really good friend. I love my friend. Her name is Paula Campbell. She's, when I say a beautiful woman of God, beautiful woman of God. I love her beyond, beyond. Ex beautiful friend of me. And we, we, we talk and we, you know, she, she's, she's one of us. If you know what I'm saying, she's one of us. And we, we are like the, the spiritual, the warfare that's going on right now is stupid. Yeah. And I was telling young lady, the young lady today, I said, Whatever is happening on earth, it happens in the heavenlies first. It happens in the spiritual realm first. And it, then it manifests on earth. I said, there's so much going on right now. I said, I want you to be in a position and a place where you're prepared. Because there's about to be a great turnaround. Yes. And oh, she yeah. kind of looked at me. What do you mean? I said, you don't have to believe me. And I told her, you know, person, I said, you don't have to believe me. I said, but you mark my words. I said, what day is it? July 29th. I said, it's going to be a great turnaround. I said, because God's not done. God's not done. And this evil, evil can't win. That ain't how this work. The game is rigged in our favor. That's right. That's right. You ain't you you can't win. It may look like it. Then I even told her, I said, the Bible says, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. The weapon got a form, but it ain't gonna prosper. It's, it's not. So. It's not. Amen. That that is so true. And you know, I, I'm just glad. People think I have stepped back and I'm not saying it because, you know, uh, oh, well, you know, so and so he didn't win. But I'm like, no, I know when to step back because I know God said at this particular time, just hold your peace, hold your peace. And I understand because what um, what he told me back in what God told me back in 2016, Girl. 2016, before he even before he even was, he said, he, I knew he was going to get elected. And he said, this is while he's in office, God has given us a reprieve, a reprieve. And this is for us to get the church together, to call people together, a must alert. You know what that is? Yes. A must alert. And we need, to, we need to get ready. We need to stop being afraid because what the Bible says, don't be afraid of the person that can only kill this body. But be afraid of the one that can kill body and soul. And so I'm going to be about the father's business and do what he said. But there's a time. There's a, there's a divine timing for everything. So I said, okay. Meanwhile, he told me just. I it's said, hard. Ooh. It's hard. Oh, yes. Because I'm like, oh, God, can I just. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's so hard. I mean, I've been accused of all kinds of, oh, you mean, oh, you evil. Oh, you this. Oh, you that. Oh, and I'm like, you know, because people I'm mean and I'm evil because you don't want truth. It's truth. Truth is truth. I, truth and facts is two different things. That's right. The facts say there's a jackal sitting in the sitting in the seat. Mm. But the truth is our president is in Florida. 
There it is. You get what I'm saying? So yes. people need to understand. And I told the young lady, I said, and you don't even have to take my word for it. This is what I told her. I said, get before God for yourself. I said, pray and ask God. Put your opinion on the back burner. Put mine on the back burner because it was not my opinion. It's true. But you can put mm -hmm. that on the back burner and you can seek God for yourself and say, okay, Lord, show me what's real. Show me what's true. Show okay. me the deception. Show me what's really going on so I can then move in the direction I need to move. And she That's was right. like, well, okay, yeah, I could. Yeah, because my thing is, if you if you refuse, if you stiff neck and you refuse to hear, ain't gonna leave me wasting my breath. Ask God. That's right. That's right. You say you say you got a relationship. Ask him. See what he say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> my friend, she's having a boom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I do want to I do want to make a clarification on that because the ones that are seeing it and are, are watching it from the streaming, it is a few seconds behind. So. But she on point. It's all it's all right. It's all good and everything. And I'm just I'm loving it. But listen, listen. I know um, we go. You know we could go on with this one. We go on with this one because I know we're right there. But I wanted to. Um, I wanted to again. Like I said, the the platform here is um, to bring on leaders in the body of Christ and give them an opportunity to tell what thus says the Lord. So. We have we have about we have about 28 minutes left. If you want to take that time, okay. <laughs> and I know since you since you are you are a minister, I know you can go. <laughs> so, sometimes too little too long, you know, you gotta cut it like <laughs> but um just, I just want to say this. I just want to say that the times we're living in, back to you know, to what we were saying, the times that we're living in. I initially felt, I'm like, God, you know, God knows where to place us in time. Mm -hmm. And so he had, think about this. He handpicked us for this time. Yeah. He could have put us anywhere else, but he handpicked us for this time. This is the time that the body of Christ, we must know who we are. Not, oh, I'm a Christian and, oh, I go to church on Sunday and I love Jesus. No, 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 no. We got to know who we are and we have to be in relationship with him. Mm -hmm. It's not one of those things now where we can get by with, oh, I went to church on Sunday and I, but I live like hell the rest of the week. Or, you know, I really love the Lord, but I'm doing any and everything I'm big enough to do. Not saying that we can change ourselves because we can't, but we can submit our lives to Christ. We can do that. Right. And what he does in return is gives us grace to walk this thing out. This is not the time to stop. This is not the time to back up. This is not the time to shut up. This is not the time. It's time for us to push the kingdom because yeah. what we're stepping into, this, re oh my God, this time that we're stepping into, it's about to be mind boggling. God is going to save so many people, millions upon millions upon millions of souls. And how does he do that? He does it by using you and me. Yes. That's how he does it. But yes. if we're quiet, if we're backing up, if we're scared, if we're not willing to stand out and stand up for Jesus, it can't be done. One thing I've learned is every time God moves, he's going to use a man or a woman to do it through. Mm -hmm. Always, always. He's going to use his body to move. Always. So we have to position ourselves where we understand that I'm kingdom 
and I have a purpose and I have to push my father's agenda. Not my own, not my own, but the father's agenda. There are so many of us who are asleep. <laughs> and, yeah. and we saw it during, you know, when, when uh, the elections happened and you saw people who profess Christ voting for abortion. We saw right. people who profess in Christ voting for corrupt and evil. We saw that. We saw that. We don't need to even rehash that. We saw that. This is the time that you have to draw the line in the sand and say, you know what? I'm done. Enough is enough. God, I'm going to let you be God. You be Christ in me, the hope of glory. Because yes. God's desire is to fill the earth with his glory. Who's his glory? We are his glory. His glory is manifested through us. Mm -hmm. So it's not time to, to take down. It's not. It's not. No. It's not time. It's not. It's time for us to position ourselves for war. For war. And keep in mind, mm -hmm. the battle is rigged in your favor. That's the part I think we forget. We think that we're the ones who well, we got to do this on our own. I got to. No, 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 no. It's rigged in your favor. It's, it's rigged in your favor. You're going to win. Okay. Don't get afraid of the, the weapon that's formed. Know that you have the victory and you're going to win. Point blank, period. And I get with I, I, there's a position that I get. I get a stance in Christ mm -hmm. where it's like, I, I, I don't know, you know, the Bible says, fix your face like a flint. Uh -huh. Where I get that look and I'm like, no, I'll say not today. No, not today. And, and, and you and I can feel it even in my spirit, even as I'm doing my face like this now. I can feel my spirit man standing up like, oh, nah, not today. Not today. Right, right. And that's how we have to be positioned. That's how we must be positioned. If we want to push and see God's glory in this end time, because we are in the end time. Don't get it yeah, twisted. Yeah. We we in the end time. This, we're not at the end of the end of the end where we're, we're, we, you know, it's the last minutes, but we in the last hours. Mm -hmm. And the church is asleep. A lot of us are asleep. We're not awake. We're not awake. We're doing church as usual. You know, we're doing our little two minute Bible reading in the morning. Then we're going on. Oh, I love the Lord. Hallelujah. Hmm. And not in relationship. I did a video uh, maybe uh, last week or so about being in a relationship with Jesus, not a situationship. Hmm. See, a lot of us are in a situationship with the Lord. We want him to be like what my papa said, a genie in a bottle. Or right. we, want, we want him to serve us. When he called us to serve him, we were made for his pleasure. Yes. Not the other way around. So we're in a situationship where we want to see the hand of God, but we don't want the heart or the mind. Mm -hmm. We don't want to know his heart. We don't want to know his mind. We don't want any of that. We want his hand. God, what can you do for me? I need this. I need this. I need that. I want you to do this. Open that door. Do this for me. But we don't have time for him. Jesus goes where he's celebrated, not tolerated. Mm -hmm. Okay. And one thing about it, when you're in a situation, when you pray, God is not hearing. Let me, let me, let me, let me back up. All believers, situation, or relationship, all people, anybody who prays. He's not listening to your words. He's looking at your heart. Say that. Yes. What's your motive? What's what's your motive? Why? Why is your motive and your faith lining up with what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Or are you are you just trying to use me? Are you just trying to get something up out of me? Think about it. As women, you know, we dated our husbands, okay, and when we dated them, 
we has conversations with them about, you know, this is, you know, we want to be in a relationship. You know, you have those conversations about, you know, if we get married or when we get married, you know, want this and I want that. I want eight kids. I want two kids. You know, you you, you have the conversation where you build the relationship, right? right? And so it comes to a place where it becomes intimate to where you have those conversations and nobody else hears those conversations. Mm-hmm. All right. That's what God wants with us, the relationship. But when you're in a situationship, you don't have that. It's all about what can you do for me? That's just right. like Desiree going to your mama or your daddy and saying, I need some rent money. Now, I don't know them. I ain't got a relationship with them. They your mama, your daddy. But mm-hmm. I go to them and say, oh, can, I, can you give me 500 on my rent? Okay. <laughs> I ain't never built a relationship with them. I ain't never talked to them. But I'm asking them for something. Mm-hmm. That's, what, that's how God looks at us when we are in a situation and not a relationship with him. Yes. And that is a scary place. People need to understand we must have the fear of God in us. The yeah. fear of God causes you to walk out purpose. The mm-hmm. fear of God causes you to honor God and his men and women of God. That's right. But a lot of us, like I said, situationship, we sleep. We over in the corner to sleep. And what would Jesus to do something for us? That's not, uh-uh. Nah, nah. Now, you may get blessed because the Bible says you, it rains on the just as well as the unjust. Mm-hmm. So you may get a sprinkle here and there, but if you want your prayers answered, it's about relationship. Yes, it's about right motives. It's about your faith, having faith, trusting that I'm asking you, and I know that you are God who can and will, because I love you, and I'm I'm walking according to your purpose. Mm-hmm. I know that I want Christ should be manifested through us. That's His desire is that He manifests Himself through us. Right. My life is not mine. I died a long time ago. A long time ago, I died. And I allowed him to live so that he could be manifest through me. Mm-hmm. And so that, you know, that that's that's my heart. That's my mind. That's that's my desire is to build people, for people to understand this is the time in the season. It's time for war. It's time mm-hmm. for war. It's not time to back down, back up, shut up. This this ain't the time. It's the time to get bold in God. And not just that, to understand that whatever persecution comes, to glory in it. Mm-hmm. We glory in, 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 in persecution and tribulation when we know we're doing what our father has called and told us to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not about, oh, my, my reputation, my feelings. Oh, oh, they hurt my feelings. And feelings, <laughs> feelings change, baby. Feelings is like draws. You can change them. Excuse my friend. <laughs> you, you can yeah. change them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean, I know that kind of, that maybe can a little bit, but you know, feels like draws. But you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So that's, that's, that's my heart. That's my heart. God, God wants us to stay at his feet and know that what brought us to his feet was never meant to destroy us, but was meant to keep us at his feet. Mm-hmm. Always. And in this time that we end, you got to stay at the feet of the father. That's right. Baby, baby, if you look at what's going on, you, you would lose your whole mind. That's it. Oh, Jesus. But that's what I got, Apostle. Amen. Amen. But I mean, that's that that is so what you have said is so true because so many people, it's like they come to God, what can you do for me? Mm-hmm. Like you said, like that genie in a bottle. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, it is about uh, situation ship because it's definitely not relationship because if it was relationship you would know listen all you gotta do is trust him all you gotta do is hang out a little while and just let him work it out what the bible say all things work together for the yes. good yes. to those who are good called according to his purpose so if you are called if and it doesn't mean a title mm -hmm. it doesn't count then he's going to work things out for your good. But we want to sit there and be like, oh, well, you know, uh, I, I I want God. He, we want him to work lickety split for us. But when he asks us to do something, we need 50,000, 50, 11 com confirmations and, yes. and, and, you know, and, and then more on top of that. Mm -mm. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it is to the point where, especially when we see everything that is going on right now, because I don't know. Well, I'm quite sure because you are a prophetess, and I'm quite sure. <laughs> Come on, you already know there's some stuff that is getting ready. Everybody sit, want to sit back and easy. Mm -mm. No, no, no. This is, this is about to be shocking. This is about to be for some devastating. Yes, it's about to be. You know that emoji with your mind blown, like poof, your head like this. That's how it's gonna be. Because God is God is tired. He love and, and one thing I love about him, and I'm gonna just say this: the mercy that he has. He gives you time to correct stuff. Yes. He gives you time to change your mind. Because what is repentance? Repentance is not saying I'm sorry. Because you cannot be honest with you. God could care less about your saying I'm sorry. He wants your heart and your mind to change. That's true repentance. When your heart and your mind change, that's repentance. We, we, we've been taught that repentance is, Lord, I'm sorry. Not that you shouldn't say I'm sorry, but that's repentance, but I do it again tomorrow. But then I say, oh Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't repent if I'm continuing to do it. Repentance means to change your mind and go in a different direction. And God has given this nation, our leaders, um, um, some people in the body of Christ. Um, he's given them time. He's given them time to repent. And he's right. so merciful. So he's merciful. merciful. And a lot of them have refused. So we need to get ready and we need to make sure that we are in a, in a position where we know that no matter how crazy or how scary or how it gets, God got us. He got That's us, it. you know. So, yeah, we have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. And preparation is about transformation. It's not about conforming. It's about transformation. God right. wants us to be transformed. We have to be mm -hmm. a people who are rooted in him. Our roots have to go deep. They got to really? go deep. Because if they don't, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make it. You're not gonna make it. So I know it. Because I mean, I, I I tell my children, I'm like, you better know who your anchor is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, my anchor is in. You better know who your anchor because was about to come. I'm like, if you can't go through the little stuff that you're experiencing now yes. with the stuff that is about to come mm -hmm. and everything that is about to be exposed, and people like, how do you know? You don't know nothing. I'm like, oh, okay, well, one, you can see it because God is not, again, God is not going to allow this stuff to continue. It's going to come. And then prophecies upon prophecies upon prophecies, not just, 
And I'm not just going off of what he gave me. I'm going off of lining up left. And when I tell you, I had somebody tell me, well, some of the prophets said, I said, well, they backed up and they shouldn't have. Yeah, they actually apologized and they shouldn't have because mm-hmm. what they saw is what they saw. Right. God is moving by his power. Understand the enemy is so confused right now. It's so much fear. They turn on each other. That's the part I'll be over there like, And I when I press it, confuse the devil, constantly devour each other. They mm-hmm. turn on each other. People, if you don't know Jesus, this is the time to get to know him. This is the time to say, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to church on Sunday and I'm at Bible study on Tuesday, whoever, whatever night. Let me get a relationship because this is the time because you're going to have to understand and know that what you're about to see, God is the orchestrator. Amen. He's behind it all. Now, keep in mind, of course, evil. He ain't behind the evil, but, you know, exposing it, the exposure. So, mm-hmm. I don't exactly. know. Exactly. And I mean, so many people are going to be hurt because they have put their trust in man rather than in God. Yes. And when the one that they put up on the pedestal, when they see that person and everything comes out and everything is exposed and they're going to be like, no, but you know, some still won't believe. I mean, and I, and like I have been telling people, I'm like, all we're seeing is a, a, a brief preview yeah. of what is to come. What yeah. we're seeing, it's like, it's like having a headache compared to birth pains. Yes. Yes. It, you know, it's it's nothing compared to what is going to come. But all of this is going to take place after he gets us out of here. But he got it. He gave he's given us a little more time. Yeah, he positioned he he us. He's positioning us. But yeah, but it I just believe that. Um, and I believe in God for because my thing is God um Show me some things and my prayer. I just begin to pray for the people involved that God would change the heart. I, I, I begin to say, you know, God in his word says he turns the heart of the king. He's the one who turns mm-hmm. hearts. So my thing is, Lord, have mercy. God, turn their hearts. Give them a mind and a heart to want to change, to, yeah. to accept the mercy that you're giving, to accept, you know, the fact that they can be redeemed. They're redeemable. You redeemed them. You gave your son to redeem them. And mm-hmm. so our job is not to, and let me say, let me add this. When we begin to see these things, our job is not to celebrate. That's not what we need to do. Right. We, need to do is we need to pray the more. We need to, you know, uh, uh, seek God the more because this is not, it's not going to be a time of, oh, yes, see, mm-hmm. you know, we, you have people, yeah, I told you, so I got, no, 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 no. This is the time for us to buckle down because we're going to go through some things. We're going to go through a few growing pains, but God is faithful. God is faithful. We're going like to be the other side did. The other side did, you know, and, and they think they think they won. They they're celebrating. Mm-hmm. I, what I guess I guess you not really a prophet. Uh-uh. What happened to those prophecies? I said, uh, I said, just hold on, hold on, because I like you. I know some who was like, well, you know, I, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. did God tell you that? If God told you that, stand on it, stand yeah. on it, and watch it come to pass. Because you don't know how God is moving right now, but everything is about to come out. It's about to be exposed, and we just have to hold on and trust God and know that He got us. And yeah. so He's going to do miraculous things before He pull us out of here. So, yeah, because yeah. we got we got to get this last harvest. We got there's souls, there's people who is waiting for our mm-hmm. testimony. People who are waiting for us to minister to them. There are people waiting for us. 
I remember back to Church of Deliverance, so much happened to Church of Deliverance, I guess because I was there forever. Um, I don't know if you remember Pastor Eberdeen. She used to come there from Indiana. Yes. And I remember I had just had either, I think it was Nikayla or Jaden, one of my youngest two, I had, had gave birth and then I had, it was Nikayla because it's in August. The conference is no memory. It was the yes. women's will be in August, and um, I I was like I just felt like I need to get to I need to get to service. Now mind you, I just had a baby, so you know everything's swollen, everything ain't quite how it's supposed to be. You trying to fix stuff mm -hmm. up so it be right. So um, I get there, you know, on that Sunday night we would do our dedications, you know, commitments, right? And so they read my commitment. I went up there, and I they you know the elders laid hands on me. When I got to Pastor Everdeen, I'll never forget this. She laid hands on me and she got quiet for like 10 seconds. And she grabbed, she said, many lives. She's gonna touch many lives. Oh, many lives. Now in my mind as she's saying this, I'm a stay-at-home mama. I just had a little baby. You know, I'm trying to chase little toddlers around. I'm cleaning toilets and changing poopy diapers and cooking dinner and I'm sitting in my mind because uh, you know I didn't know at the time I you know what God had called me I knew but I didn't again run in like track shoes <laughs> um, so when she said that I'm in my mind I'm thinking many lives how am I touch many lives I'm in my house not seeing down the road not seeing where God was taking me right you, you know what I'm saying so there are people who are waiting for your sound they're exactly. only going to Respond to your sound. They're not going to respond to anyone else's sound. Mm -hmm. You know, think mm -hmm. about even as, as parents, we have children, we may tell them something. That's right. You don't need to be with that person. You don't need to go there. You don't need to do that. They don't listen to us, but there's some stranger to tell them the same thing and they be like, oh, you know what? That's right. right. And you see people like, yeah, I just, I've been telling you that for four years. You know, exactly. they, that, they were supposed to respond to that person's sound. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that is what we need um, to understand and how we need to operate. There are people waiting for our sound. That's right. That's right. And so you, so we have to make sure that we're we're in a position where we're we're allowing the sound that sound to come out of us. Right. So. And all of this, I believe, all of this happened so that the people could be reached, so that people could be awakened to the truth, and then you have the ones who are sent out the harvesters that are sent out. You had the ones that are kingdom minded yes. is sent out in order to reach the people in order to bring them in order to bring the word. And so all of this, because before everybody thought they was woke, everybody thought they was living right. They thought that, but God had to show us something. No, they were something. You know what I'm talking about? They was woke, but not the right kind of woke. Exactly. My shirt. exactly. <laughs> that part. So he he know he knows what he's doing, and so I'm just thankful for his timing is not our timing, and but God is you know we just gotta hold on and trust and believe, and He is going to do some awesome things. Um, we don't have the believers. I will say it like this: the believers, we don't have anything to be fearful of, but just watch how He covers us and protects us almost like almost like the Passover back in the day where everything was going on and watch we're gonna be we're gonna be protected so and, and you're gonna see the remnant in this time you're gonna see who's exactly. the remnant and that's the thing a lot of folk in church but a lot of folk ain't the church 
Right. And so that's why, like I was saying early, get in relationship, get in a true relationship mm-hmm. with Jesus. Because there's many people they sit on the pew every Sunday, don't know Jesus, don't know, no, don't know the Lord. They're lost. Mm-hmm. Listen to the same word that you listening to. Right. They're lost. So it's not about uh, going to a building. That's not what it's about. We're the, church. the church is not a building. We're the church. Right. Christ is in us. Okay. So yeah, it, it, become the remnant. Become it. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. Going to church on Sunday, I'm saved. Sorry. Make sure, as Prophet has said, make sure that you get in a relationship with God. That's the only way we're going to make it. So, prophetess, before we leave, I do want you, if you want to, you know, take the last minute or so, if you want to pray or if you want to, um, I do want you to also tell the people how they can get in touch with you. I had the one of the the, the emails um, scrolling, but let them know how they can get in touch with you if anybody wants. Of course, you will be able to have access to this this program, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um just tell them, you know, any last minute words that you have and um, how they can get in touch with you. Um, again, you get in touch with us. Um, we're Kingdom Revelation Church and we are on Facebook at 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings. If you don't have a church home or if you in a situation where your state or your city is still shut down, because some still are, um, which is insane. But you can <laughs> jump on there. and You can join us at 10 a.m. on Sundays. Um, we also do a Zoom um, and if you email us at Kingdom Revelation Church, we can give you uh, Kingdom Revelation Church dot uh, uh, Gmail dot com. Yeah, Gmail dot com. Email us. We can get you the Zoom information for the uh, Bible studies and different things. Um, I also I have a women's ministry that I do is called Zoe Life Ministries, and it's about building women, building women, building women. Because you know, I think uh, women we we special. And, and God knows, you know, I, I am a, a lover of women in the sense I love to see women go forward. I love to see women inspired. I love to see women built up and equipped to do the work of the father. Um, so that's Zoe Life, which is Z-O-A-Y-Z-O-E, Life Ministries at gmail.com. And then I also have a Facebook page. You can go on and like my page at Zoe Life Ministries on Facebook. Um Make sure if, if you're interested in any either one, just come join us. It, it, it's open. We're open. We we love people. We love to see people uh, love the Lord. Period. It's about kingdom. So Amen. yeah, that part. <laughs> <laughs> that part. So again, um, just want to thank you for joining us here. Um, I again, like I said, I have enjoyed. I'm um, just seeing how people. From back in the day, how you're still running because not everybody is. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, trust <laughs> me, I know. <laughs> but, you know, you you get you get a certain joy when you see people that you know that are still running for the Lord and still about the Father's business. So once again, I thank you uh, for being here, for taking out your time to be here with us for Kingdom Living today. And I appreciate the opportunity and I'll come back anytime, girl. Anytime, anytime you want to come back, I'll come back, girl. Come back. Let me know. But yeah, we got because we're gonna bring your husband back on. And uh, well, not back on, but bring your husband on. Either you could come back with him or you know he can have his own. I'm gonna let him have his own because he he trying to take over. No. (laughs) 
right. All right. Well, um, if there are any any um, last minute, uh, hey, somebody, um, God bless you, my sisters in Christ and in love and friendship for you from Mr. Travis. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Bless you. God bless you. So we just thank everyone who were who were able to join us during the live. Of course, you know you will still be able to see it. Um, it's been streaming on Facebook. Um, it's been streaming on YouTube. Our our ministry channel uh, on YouTube is I Kingdom TV. Where everything is I Kingdom something. So it's I Kingdom TV. And then um, if you are on LinkedIn and you connect it with me on LinkedIn. You also see this on LinkedIn. Um, Prophets will have access to this in case anyone has missed it. It will also um, air on iKingdom Radio and on Kingdom Living um, uh, Kingdom Living Today, but on New Praise Radio. And so she will have all of that information in case you missed it, because I'm telling you, you're going to want to hear what this awesome woman of God has had to say. Just thanking you again and so until next time, prophetess, pastor, apostle, <laughs> fivefold ministry. <laughs> until next time, this one. Thank you for being here, and um, look forward to you being with us again. Absolutely, I love you. God bless you. God bless all the viewers, and I pray that God's blessing overtakes your ministry overtakes you overtakes the listeners because you know what our god is faithful he's yes, faithful he and i yes, love him with everything in me amen. <laughs> amen all right be blessed until next time thank right. you for joining us here for kingdom living today this is apostle des and my featured guest prophetess tamala mitchell of kingdom revelation church in houston texas Thank you for joining Apostle Des here for Kingdom Living Today. To contact us, visit our Facebook page at iKingdom Ministries or go to our website at www.ikingdomministries.org. To send a donation, send to iKingdom Ministries, Post Office Box 180576, Tallahassee, Florida 32318, or donate online at iKingdomMinistries.org. Until next time, be blessed.